All right. It's Monday. Monday at 11 o'clock. And you know what that means, folks. It's the Chaz Palmentary Show. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's on Spotify. It's on Google. It's on Apple. You can listen to it while you're driving. Please, if you're watching, hit that like button and hit that subscribe button. I'd love for you to hit that subscribe button because it's really, it helps me and it helps you. And I get a lot of great guests here. Yeah. And uh, don't forget, net. If you want to see my one-man show, the show that started it all, net. I'm going to be in Arkansas, me and Sandy Blue Eyes. Oh, my God. Sandy Blue Eyes <laughs> in Arkansas. That's uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, University of uh, Arkansas. That is on March 1st. March 3rd, I am in San Antonio, Texas at the Empire Theater. San Antonio, Texas, March 3rd. And April, I am going to be in Atlantic City at the Ocean Casino in Atlantic City. Great place. At the Ovation Hall. April 3rd in Englewood, New Jersey at the Bergen Pack Theater. Thir- Bergen Pack in Englewood, New Jersey. And June 1st in June. No, I don't have the date. June 4th. June 4th. I'm at the Richfield Playhouse in Richfield, Connecticut. Don't forget net. You can get all my merchandise there. Now you can't leave t-shirts. Saddest thing in life is wasted talent. Um... Uh, so many things. I married one of the great ones. I passed, She passed the door test. A lot of great stuff. And also, you can, if you want to sh- uh, talk to me, get on the site. You can do it. You can work it out. You know, if you want to talk to me personally about something going on in your life, some kind of uh, advice in the business, you can talk to me personally. Okay, so my guest today. Here she is. <laughs> yes. She's actually my co-host with Catherine Narducci when we do uh, the show uh, Neighborhood Logic R-rated. R-rated. And, uh, but she's here alone now. We're not doing the R-rated show. We're just going to talk to her, uh, Tara. First of all, Sandy Blue Eyes in Arkansas. That's like my cousin Vinny. Yes. Like you is. need, I just picture like, oh yeah, you blend. Like that's what I was going to say when oh, Chaz yeah, was saying it. Blend. Oh yeah, you blend. Like, I just can picture him like. And you know what's funny about dressed him? to the nines and right. like. Yeah. And you know what's funny about him? You know he doesn't change. No. He will wear the the gold chain. That the, oh my god, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I should come to that Tara. trip just to get comedy. I'll just be able to write new jokes on Italian oh men by seeing Sandy Blue Eyes in Arkansas. Sandy Blue Eyes in <laughs> Arkansas. I mean, Texas is not too bad. That's a little more. I don't know, San Antonio, Texas. You might. Yeah. No. You know what it is when I when I'm with him and we go into like a diner or something, and he walks in and we, people look like what the, <laughs> what is this? Right, it's so New York. It's it's a different era in New York. It's like oh, we sat down. It's so sat, New York. He goes, you know, he tells the guy, oh, listen to this. I I never told this story. We we were we were in the South somewhere. I forgot what the hell we were. We were South. I think we were in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> Which for somebody like that is the it's South. The south. <laughs> And we went to a diner, and I said, uh, he said, yeah, I, I want a chicken fried steak. And, and, he, and the guy said, okay. And I said, man, chicken fried steak, well, you know. So the guy brings the thing. Sandy looks at it. He cuts it. He goes, sir, this is steak. The guy <laughs> said, yeah. He said, I want a chicken fried steak. He said, <laughs> and I'm Chris, looking, I this go, is the- <laughs> what the fuck? 
I go, Sandy, chicken fried steak is steak. He goes, well, why do they call it chicken? So he says to the guy, now he's getting into a beef with the guy. No Sir, pun intended. <laughs> they've, been, they've been calling it a chicken fried steak since time began. I'm surprised. I, I think I was in the men's room. I didn't hear him. Uh, but that's like, what's a grit in my cousin Vinny? What's a grit, right. What's a grit. He ordered a chicken fried steak. He wanted oh, chicken. Oh, that's. That's brilliant, anyway. yeah. So, talking about Italian men, mm-hmm. you're married. I am married. To recently. an Italian man. Which is, yes. Which is amazing. Amazing, right. We you always, never thought you were married an no, Italian No, we man. talked about how I, because the guys like Sandy, that they, they answer the, they ask you questions and answer them themselves. That was my stereotypical, I grew up, see, the reason why I, I love that is because I grew up on that. I grew up in the Bronx. Very proud of that. I grew up in that whole Italian Bronx thing where I was like, this isn't, I've evolved from some of these things, right? I'm not saying I'm better, but this was no longer, that was no longer my right. speed. Yes, right. That wasn't my dating speed. It wasn't even my friend's speed. You know, I kind of was into doing different things, and so I never thought I'd end up marrying. A guy, well, is he from the Bronx too? Originally he was. So he, at eight years old, he moved to Westchester, which I needed that. You needed it. I needed you the foundation. I needed the, right, I needed the foundation to be from the Bronx, but I need to be a little softer for some, someone like me. I needed someone, you know, who could, who could let a, me be me. A little softer. Who could let me be Bronx. Now, is, is Michael a typical Italian guy? No, you you, I mean, no, I mean, no, I don't no. think he is. He's no. a very educated, smart very, yes, man. Yes, very, yeah, and very which elegant, Italians can be educated elegant, and, and smart, very elegant. But uh, he'll he'll carry my bags for me, which is something you won't do for no. your wife. No. Right? Real, wait, wait, let's be clear now. I'll carry her luggage. <laughs> right. When I say bag, I won't carry her purse. Right. I just can't do it. No. Okay. I'm insecure. Shopping bags you won't carry? Shopping bag, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll help her with All right. It's the purse. I can't carry your purse and put okay. it on my shoulder. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Is that No, do we think that's a Bronx Italian thing? <clears throat> or a New York Italian thing? Or just an Italian thing? I don't know. I th- think it might be an Italian thing. I just I just can't do it. I just... She, well, like we're in the store. She's shopping. She goes, hold my purse. I go, honey. Honey! What? She still tries to make me hold it. I know. And she, I go, no. John, would you hold a purse? I hold my wife's purse. It's 2023. Right. He's you hold your wife's purse? <laughs> and he's also 30. And, and what nationality? Well, he's a young what, guy. You know, he's a young guy. What are you, John? I'm a bunch of things. Irish, Italian, German, Norwegian. Yeah, yeah see, these guys, yeah. They, they don't. I'm a mutt. <laughs> I'm a mutt. Yeah. No, I mean, Italian guys from the neighborhood. No, they're not going to hold a purse. They're not going to hold a purse. I know some of my friends might, but I know I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I just... I feel awkward. I don't know why. A lot of your friends are from when you grew up. All of them. Yeah, these guys right here, all of them. A bunch of them. We, all of us, we always have, there's about 20, actually, there's just a few of them. 25 of them we have. An annual actually, thing, actually, right? Actually, there's 23 now. Two passed away. Uh, my best friend, that's Phil Folia. My best friend's like my brother. And how we met, Phil. That's right. And the way we, the way we met, the way I met her was Phil who was a huge Italian-American. When I say that, he did many things for Italian-American rights. In fact, he won a case at Cooney, uh, CCNY, uh, of a discrimination against Italian-Americans. People don't know that. The biggest state, the biggest uh, uh, reward, the biggest claim in, in state's history, $32 million, that was Phil. And he said, hey, you know, this is Italian comic you have to see. I said, oh, it's a woman. He goes, yeah, she's really funny. And he told me, he goes, you got to go see her. I said, what's her name? He says, Tara Conestracy. Very good. 
And I said, okay. Uh, he goes, we got to help her out. You know, this is years ago. And we went to go see her, and, and she was funny. And then I saw her. Then we hired her again years later, two years later, for our charity, and she just blew the – she opened up uh, – she was first before Chris Stefano and, and blew the house apart. I mean, literally. Uh, it was incredible. And, you know, we've been friends ever since. Mm -hmm. If you ever get a chance to see her in person – you must go see her. Must see her. Very funny. Thank and you. we'll talk about yeah, some of yeah. the dates you're going to be yeah, at, Yeah, right? absolutely, yeah. Uh, at, at the end of the episode, mm -hmm. we'll talk about where you're going to be. But if someone wants to see you on Instagram, you have... Tara Jokes, yeah. Tara, Tara jokes. jokes. They could also see you when you... It's way easier to spell than Kenneth Tracy. Can, yeah, they could also <laughs> see you when we do a... Uh, Neighborhood Logic R-rated. Neighborhood Logic R-rated when we do that show. Which you're a co-host. I'm loving that. You're lo oh, I think fun. they're loving it, which is so... It's so nice to get that level of feedback. You don't always get positive feedback. Right. And But I notice you when you... You're very touchy about the Bronx. I am like very Like if somebody says like a negative thing... Like I am too, but I, I don't think I'm as touchy as you are. I am very sensitive to it. It is... It's so funny that you say that because I was listening... We talk a lot, me, me and you, about like censoring of comedy and how I can't stand it and right. how you're ruining an art form. And I stand by that 100%. Um, but the other day I was, uh, I was listening to morning, a morning radio show with comics. Right. And um, they had a comic on. It wasn't a joke. I, I actually spiraled from it. So there was a female comic on and she was interviewing an MMA fighter. Neither one of them from the Bronx. Right. I think he might have been from New York, really far out in Long Island. Right. She's originally from Illinois. She lives in L.A. And she asked him a question, and this was the question. She said, uh, would you fight anybody? And, you know, you know, do you fight anybody? He's like, not somebody, you know, with a weapon or anything. She goes, well, what if, you, what, if, what if a guy came up to you with a gun in the Bronx? And I was like... like what does the Bronx have to do? Where did the Bronx... Somebody comes up to you with a gun. Yeah. You're not from... New York or anywhere near the Bronx. Right. He's not from the Bronx. Where did the Bronx fit into this scenario? Chaz, I found myself spiraling. Right. Spiraling like I get offended. Like I was getting offended. And I'm like, oh my God, am I doing what other people are doing? Am I getting triggered by a comic? Like how like, right. you know, so then a few seconds later, she must have got a cue in studio and she goes, as people are talking, she goes, oh, oh, the only reason why I said the, the Bronx was because it just happened to somebody I know there. And I'm like, N now it's even a bigger lie. That's bullshit. Now, now it's like you just got right. corrected. So now I almost got my validation right. and I'm spiraling even more. So I call Catherine. Right. I call Catherine Narducci and I'm and she's like talking me and she's she understands completely where I'm coming from. And she goes, but are you doing what other people do? You know, where they get offended. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think so, because I mean, people will get offended over anything. I mean, anything. I do the stupid words and phrases and people will come at me like yeah. sometimes you just got to. Ignore it. I don't even, sometimes I, I just let the comments go. I, I, I meant getting in a better place or I'll say something like, oh, I don't know what would ever make you say something like that over, I'm, I can't believe you'd get but triggered. I'll pray for you. I'll say something really nice don't answer to them. them. No, I know. But when I say really nice things to them, it's also really offsets what yeah. they're doing because I'll, I'll, I'll do a, a simple video and people will say like the harshest things i'll do like italian words and phrases i'll be like mama del get it on yeah. and they're like you're trash you don't deserve to be italian <laughs> like they'll say crazy things to you on social right, media right, right. but anyway i found myself spiraling over what this comic had said and, and right. I, I took a step back from myself i said was she telling a joke what was she doing you know 
why are you being so triggered by it? And then I realized I think it's just the negative stigma. Yeah, I that mean, the Bronx gets, and I think I'm just I'm over it. I'm tired Bronx, of it. If you think about it, the Bronx is a is a beautiful place. I mean, Phil still lived there. You're talking yeah. about the, one of the most successful attorneys and and activists yeah. for Italian yeah. Americans, and he was never leaving he the would Bronx. Never leave the Bronx. And he the houses where we him. grew up are beautiful. They yeah. were million dollar homes in Pelham Parkway and Parkway and Frog's Neck yes. and Country Club. Look, and even let me tell you something. Father Giganti built the South Bronx. Mm-hmm. The South Bronx is great now. Mm-hmm. You got to see it. Oh, I know. I'm going to a, a new Medi Spa in uh, yeah. Mott Haven. Yeah, so the, you know, the stupid, you know, there was that movie, uh, Fort Apache, and that movie really said something like, you know, it just said the Bronx is just mm-hmm. burnt out thing, and it's not. Well, they just know Yankee Stadium. Yeah, you that, got Yankee you know, Stadium. Well, they only, know the, they only know certain areas. The Bronx Zoo, one of the great zoos in the world. Thank you. Where my wedding was. You were there. That's right. Your wedding was at the Bronx Zoo. My God. That's I, how Bronx I gotta, positive I am. That's how Bronx is. <laughs> I have to tell you, anybody out there thinking about getting married in the Bronx Zoo, when I first heard it, I went, really? They have weddings in the Bronx Zoo? <laughs> I know. I said, wow, that's strange. It was one of the greatest weddings I've ever Thank went to. you. It was great. Thank you. Really? And that was something I'll say that I try to make all my vendors either Bronx born or Bronx resident. I really. You did. I, yeah. Well, the I, food was my, incredible. Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of, yeah, I mean, Italian. That was the Italian side of me. Right. But, yeah, uh, but yeah so I, I, I as positive, and I think that's what I'm going to start doing. Instead of taking what that comic did and bashing them on social media mm. and getting offended, I, try, I said, you know what? I'm going to start doing more positive things. I'm going to do what I can do. You can only do what you can do, right? So I said, okay, I'm going to start um, posting or, or, or featuring Bronx artists on my stories on Instagram. And, or if you have a new business in the Bronx, I want to know about it. What are you doing for the community? And I want to wow. just start putting the, instead of getting offended and talking about do it. Something and, do something positive. I could do what I, this is, wow. this is what I have, my little brand here, and I'm going to just do something with it. And what is it? Is there a, is there a site to this Bronx? It's going to be all on my Instagram. And right now I'm doing it all on my Instagram, my Tara Jokes, where I Tara put jokes. people up in my stories. I want to know it. I want to know about you if you're either originally from the Bronx or a Bronx, you know, re- current Bronx yeah. resident. So anybody from the Bronx, whether you're a, a comic, an actor, or you open up a new business, so, mm-hmm. uh, go to Tara Jokes. Mm-hmm. I want to know about it. And she wants to know about it and she'll promote it. Promote it, it yeah. Well, that's, th- that's one way of attacking a situation where I, I, I got offended. You got offended? I got triggered. Well, you got triggered. That's the word. I got triggered. You got, well, you know what's funny about Italians? Especially Italian men. Women, too. Italians, you know, people don't realize. People, Italians don't like to ask for help. Oh. They don't. You know, everybody, look, don't get me wrong. There are people who need help in this world. And a lot of people on welfare, and I understand that for whatever reason. But back when I grew up, there was welfare, but nobody went on it because it was a disgrace. Shame, yeah. There was shame. You went on welfare when I grew up? Forget about it. There, I it mean, I think I carry that with me. Even, you know, you talk about it and you say Italian men, but I, I still have that in me. Really? And we're in an industry. Well, you have to ask for help. If you don't ask, you don't get. Right, right. Nobody but, reads your mind. No, I know, but you know, it's, it's, I don't know if it's because you become too proud or because just like you said, you people look at it as a sign of weakness. Or too proud. Or too proud. I will, I will find myself in positions where, and I had to ask, you know, during the, during the pandemic, forget it. You know, I had, 
I didn't know how else I was going to work. I had to ask a, a veteran comic yeah. for help. I said, I need, yeah. I need, can you help me? I'm not, a, I, I need help. Right. But, and I'm, if you needed help, Jazz, psh, two seconds, I'd ask anybody for a friend. Right. I would, I would champion or ask help for anybody else if it wasn't for me. But when it comes to me, I can't ask for things. Oh, you, you have to get over that. I know. I know and I had a conversation with, uh, with our friend Joey Diaz about it. Um, cause he said, T, he'll call me every week. Do you need anything? But if he, <laughs> but I would never call and ask for anything. And he, you yeah. know, I was talking to him and his wife, Terry, and she goes, you know, uh, a closed mouth doesn't get fed, you know, like you yes. gotta, you gotta ask, you gotta ask for things. You know, it, there's a reason why those sayings, they're sayings, right. the squeaky wheel always gets the so, grease. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta open your mouth. But you know what it is? Once you do it a few times and you say to yourself, I know I feel funny doing mm -hmm. this, but I'm going to do it. And once you do it and you break that barrier, it gets easier. Right. I know. I know. Even Catherine had said something to me. She said, don't take this the wrong way, but you sound a little ignorant. You sound very burrow. Very, like like you yeah. have like this limited, uh, you know, I've, not I've insulting the burrows. No, don't anybody get triggered. But like from where <laughs> we come from, right. you, you know, she goes, you have to evolve. She's like, you know, you talk about evolving and having to, you know, break away from certain things yeah. from your neighborhood. That's part of evolving. You have to, you have to learn how to ask for things. And People out there, if you don't ask, you don't get, you got to ask. Now, there's a, there's, a, a, there's a little to that. You got to ask in the right way. Right. All in the delivery, right? Yeah, all like in I'm the a delivery in the, the right manner. And also, there's a certain level of like entitlement that some people... Who, right. who don't deserve anything, they ask for everything. Oh, I had a guy uh, speak to, uh, call my wife, because my wife is obviously in the business, mm -hmm. she's a producer and a, and a writer, and, and they said to, listen, could you ask your hu husband to uh, bring me on as a guest on the podcast, and, uh, you know, tell him to give a, I'm a young Italian guy, you know, he could give me a break. So, but it was the way he said I know. Like, and you I just... And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. It was the way he said it like, he better do it. And uh, if he doesn't do it, he's not really what he says he is. I, I knew the connotation. How much of that do you get? I mean, let's face it. I if do get you it. You have the biggest come up story from like how you believed in your own project right. to, how, to how it happened. Right. To you holding back on money because you wanted things done your way. Yeah. Your whole story is about right. Doing loyalty. It do, loyalty right, yeah. yeah. So like how often do you get all the time i know they go well uh, you know what happened to chaz could happen to me so could chaz give me a break right. you know it's like what what as opposed to hey you know just saying it a different way did you feel that affected certain friendships as you oh, yeah. became more like not because my, you you have all these guys not right my, you have no, not my friends i grew up with not your friends you grew up not with. my friends that i grew up but when did the it affect your I, friendships the friends that i met in la in la yeah the friends that I met in LA who were not in the who were in the business, all of a sudden I got really I, I blew up mm -hmm. really big. And I never forgot what one guy said to me. And I love the guy, he's a very talented guy too. Extremely talented. And he does very well. He did very well. God bless mm -hmm. him. And he said to me, I said, uh, well, you did you always said we, we, we always wished each other success. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? You said mm -hmm. to me, I wish you success, right? And he said, not more than me. No, he said, yeah, but not that much. He actually said that. He said, yeah, but not that much. 
I, I, and I didn't know how to answer him because he said it in a matter of fact. As a matter of fact, yeah. like, and I was like, wow, wow, geez, you know, not that much. Well, how much did you? And did you part ways with friends yes. through that? And then we made friends years later. That we went back as friends again. After he became successful. Some of the harder, hardest break that's Steve, but that's, some of the hardest breakups in my life were with fr- never a guy, were friends. Friends, yeah. I guess, because f- you feel so fiercely loyal. You come from that, you, you know, friends you know for a long time. Yeah. Or- See, the problem with us is, especially Italians, we're really loyal. Mm-hmm. To, a fault. to a fault. To a fault. But we expect someone to be the same amount as loyalty. And when we don't get it, we get like, wow, that was weird. You always say yeah. how tough I am, but I take more you from know? my friends than I ever would have made. I have taken like yeah. things that have been like toxic or just not good yeah. because I have that like, oh, but you know this person for so long or, right. you know. And then I had to say to myself, like, at what point do you have to accept that you've evolved, you know, you guys have go- gone your separate ways, like you wouldn't in any relationship. And, and if somebody's not serving you, if not when I say serving, I mean like, being good for your soul, being good for your energy. Like, mm. as I get older, my time is my biggest commodity. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to spend time with people that don't make me feel good about myself or right. that or that don't really bring any value to my life anymore. I'm at a point where I got married. I'm, I'm, I'm going, traveling more with comedy. And so when I have time, it has to really be with certain quality people. Time. Quality, yeah. people. Quality people. Quality yeah. alone time. And with the when I have time with other people, yeah. It has to be and I'm sure you had people. someone that we all tried that you wanted to really help them in their life. And no matter what you said, they just were down. And that's horrible. It's hard. It's hard when it's so clear to you that, you know, that somebody you has do. a pattern or has something and you've tried every which way to help. People don't want to help themselves. Uh, forget it then. You can't help them. And I always said this. You heard me say this many times on my podcast. And the opposite is not true. There's nothing you could bring them up, but they could bring you down. That's that. The negative force is so strong on earth that they could bring you down. And that's the worst thing. That's when you got to just part ways. I've done it. And that's, I've done it more recently. I've done it as I got older. Cause yeah. I'm like, you just start to look at things differently. Well, you have a husband, you mm-hmm. have a career. Now you're going to spend a day off uh, with a person who brings you down. No, no I can't. I no. can't do it. I can't, listen, somebody's I can't going it. through it doesn't mean if you're going through a hard time my friends who were wonderful friends to me they go through a hard time I feel like I'm going through it I'm yeah. in it I'm gonna be there for it I'm yeah. gonna right. spend all my you know time trying to help you or whatever right. fine that's a separate situation but when it's yes. somebody who's doing it all the time where they're not happy for you and things thing go well over for you and over again I can't anymore my can't tolerance it. for it has yeah. just I it's don't gone know. it's gone I mean, what we, uh, I mean, sometimes your friends, you have to leave them, don't you think? I did. I did. I broke up with a friend. A girl? Mm-hmm. Girlfriend. Was she in the business? So she used to want to be in the business. Right. And then her life went in a completely different direction. You think she felt one. threatened by your success? I don't know what it was. I think she thought I valued it more. Than I did other things in my life, which wasn't the case. Listen, when you take on anything, I'm not just saying an actor or a comedian. I mean, it does very often happen with creative 
positions because we can't just go get a degree. I, you can't just say, I'm going to go to this four-year college to become an actor, and now I'm a successful right, actor. No. Other jobs, you want them, you get the degree. Yeah, a lawyer, you, become right, a lawyer. Right, right. You get the training, right. you want to do construction, you go to the apprenticeship. Yeah, right, right, right. That's not how it happens in comedy and acting. No. It is years of rejection. It is honing your craft mm. it is so sometimes the tunnel vision has to be so like there were times in my life where I couldn't go out or I couldn't do things or I yeah. only had to spend my time I had to limit my time at a certain point if I was going to get better like when you said from when you first saw me yeah if I can tell you the the amount of times in two years I took a night off in comedy to get that much better yeah I mean your friends will say you know now that you're famous you don't call me no more and it's like I didn't call you when I wasn't right, famous that right, much. Right. So, but now it's a now, now it's it a bigger means deal. Something. See, now it's a big deal. Now it's a bigger deal. Like I was always when I was doing bar shows and getting paid in pizza, you didn't care how many nights I was working or. Right. But now that I'm, you know, doing better, it's like all of a sudden you're watching who I go out with and when I spend time right, with yeah. them and. You know, or ask me like, "Oh, why didn't you tell me you were here?" I'm like, I, "You don't make plans. You can't make. Pl you don't. You cancel plans. We plan two months in advance. No. You wanted to tell no. me when you tell you on the fly that somebody called me to grab a drink and I didn't yeah. call you and invite you. Like, you know what? what? I I say, Tara, be positive in your life. And if you're positive and you and you wish everybody success, good things will happen to you." It's a formula for success. It's a formula. Is life is not about folks. Life is not about six slices, and Tyra's got one of them, and Chaz has got one. There's only four slices left. Mm -hmm. It's not about that. Life has six billion slices. There's enough for everybody. A, a hundred. I'll never forget a comic once. Um, her name was Miss Pat. We, uh, I opened for her one weekend. And she asked me to go for breakfast with her the next day. Mm. And she was really, she was getting her own show. You know, um, she got her own sitcom and everything was happening for her at once. And we go sit down for breakfast and she starts talking to me. And then she goes, have you done this yet? Have you done this yet? And I said, no, she just started calling people and recommending me for things. And I'm like, oh my God, thank you. Thank you. Like I was like, wow, thank you so much. And she goes, I don't, I don't, of course. She goes, somebody help me. Everybody gets help. She said, she goes, people think you can't, you know, what do you, she goes, you're not going to take away from me because I'm getting you a job. She goes, there's enough for everybody to eat. Yes. And I was uh, like, I wish everybody, she's no, she goes, I'm not doing this for everybody. She goes, I saw something in exactly. you. I liked you. I know it's a good recommendation for me. These people, I know they're looking for yeah. a certain thing. I'm going to recommend you because I think you're a good fit. Why wouldn't I do that? Because some people are insecure. And that's what I think it comes down to. Even in friendships, there are certain Even things you cannot, yeah. you cannot massage enough. You yes. cannot make somebody feel good oh, about themselves how many times? enough. I mean, after a while, you just go, I give up. I give up. I can't do it anymore. And you, and you have to walk away. And it's, and it's those extremes. Like the ones that you said where the Italian kid was like, oh, you should help me. Why? Why should you? Because you're Italian? Where does, that, right, where does that entitlement come from? I, I mean, it's, if you're talented and you're Italian, that makes it better. Yeah, but if you're if you're no no, no, no but if no, you're no. if you're Italian and you're not talented, I I could be your friend, but I can't recommend you. Right, I can't. Oh, you know how many times I get? Oh, look what De Niro did for you. Why don't you do it for me? I would never. Imagine I would saying that? no. Saying, I would saying never that, saying that to me. Oh yeah, more than one, more, many times. 
I listen, I wanted, like, I just ranted about how I wanted to Bronx positive thing. Of course, I think so many people are proud to do for their own. Like, you right. know, like everybody, and that's the thing right now, right? Because everything's about ethnicity and this and this. Right. Yes, I, it serves, I want to be with, uh, you know, bring up Italian or, or Bronx positive. I want to help people yeah. from, of course I want that. But just because you're that is no. never going to be enough. There has to be talent, there has to be character, there has to be a level of yeah. humbleness to you. I cast somebody one a couple of times in a movie that wasn't Italian. I cast this other person who was not Italian. Uh, one was a girl and one was a guy, two different. And and I the the people didn't want to talk to me no more because I didn't cast them. They weren't as good as that person, but they were Italian. Oh, you don't want to help another Italian? How do you say that to me? Come on. How do you how do you good conscience say that to me? Meanwhile, in the Bronx Tale, some of them aren't even originally actors. Those were most of them are not. Well, everybody in Bronx is not an actor except me, De Niro, and Joe Pesci. That's it. Everybody else was from the street. That's what I think made it so authentic. Yeah. Oh, that was Bob's idea. Bob just said he wanted it to be just people who talk. I mean, the only thing hard about that was you had to audition a lot of people. To find the ones who are natural enough right. to do that. Right. To do that. That was hard. But you used certain people like Mush. Oh, that really was Eddie Mush. That was him. Because you couldn't get anybody else. You couldn't get anybody like him. No, he was Eddie Mush. Eddie Mush Montanaro. <laughs> he was a classic. Yeah, that is Eddie Mush in the movie. Coffee Cake. And Coffee. No, that's not Coffee Cake. No? That was Dave Salerno who played oh. Frankie Coffee Cake. Oh, okay. Frankie Coffee Cake was another guy, and Frankie Frankie Stallone. That was his last name. What about Catherine? Catherine. When Catherine came to audition, she brought her son, and she saw people auditioning for the mother, Bob's wife, and she uh, asked if she could audition, and that's how she got the part. She beat every. She must have beat about two thousand people. She was great, great. And look, and and you know what? And Bob was right. To cast her because right. look at her career she had. Oh my God, she's she's not here now because she's with Bob. She's with Bob right now. She's playing fact. his wife. He stole her. She's playing his wife again. She's playing right his now, wife right fact. now. Oh my God, you're right. So you were talking about stereotypes from the Bronx a little bit earlier. I went online and I found this funny list about um, it says things people from the Bronx have to explain to out of towners. And I want to get your opinions on. Okay, it. let's hear this. Um, I picked out a few of the good ones. It's a list of thirty, but I only picked out a few. Good. The first one. Says there's only one rule in the Bronx. You never call it New York. It's, well, when people ask me where I'm from, I say I'm from the Bronx. I say from the Bronx too. I don't say I'm from New York. That's exactly yes. what it is. Yep. I okay. say Bronx. Yes. Um, and then the second thing, there's only one baseball team at yes. the at the best stadium in the world. Yankees, Yankee Stadium. Well, there we go. Right. Um, the yeah. Bronx School of Hard Knocks can't be beat. I agree okay. with that. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. We get an education. We get, get an edu people get an education on this podcast, which has it's yeah. literally something you can't teach. And, yeah, and you can't I, get I mean you can't get anywhere else for, unless Yeah. I mean I grew up in the street and that's where I got my education. Mm -hmm. From the wise guys and from my dad. You know. But and but they're real life lessons though. Those like, are real life lessons. They're things right. that translate yeah. into everything we talk about today. Yeah, simple things like my dad used to say well, well actually Sonny used to say Never answer the door after one o'clock in the morning. Never. Never. It can only be bad news. Somebody's banging on your door at one o'clock, shut up and be quiet. Interesting. That is interesting. I've never heard of that one. Yeah, never answered. And he's right. 
And it saved my life a couple of times. Somebody banging oh, on my I'm door sure. when I had an apartment. I went. Oh. I ran over to the door. I was going to open it. And I, I heard his voice. And I looked in the people. And I saw the next door neighbor woman banging and screaming at my door. And she was fighting with her boyfriend. And the people were opening up. And they were screaming at each other. And I just was quiet. And then the, the guy who opened the door, he got into a fist fight with, with a guy. And I just was quiet. I went right back to bed. And I went, cool. Nice. <laughs> Cool. You know, I just learned something right now because there's this thing going around where um, they send a distressed woman to your house at like three, four in the morning. Yeah. And she's banging on the door. You see a distressed woman, even if it's, if it's on like a ring camera or right. something like that. You want to go answer it because you want to help a distressed woman. Just call the police. You should just call the police because a lot of the times what they're it's doing now is they're, it's, she's house. a decoy. Yes. So when you open the door, they have guys hiding in the bushes that are going to ransack yes. your house. That's why you don't open the door. It's never good news. That's so crazy. Okay. Um, next one. Bronx People from the Bronx always say what's on their minds. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Always. People from the Bronx always say what. You know, I always say, like, we, we spoke about, we were talking about it before, John and I. Like, you know, obviously John's, you know, gets paid and I always pay me. He goes, you know, I always feel funny asking. I go, John, you have to ask. You, 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 you know, you I have it. no problem asking uh, to get paid. I have no problem because most I people do. are not. But usually people don't have to wait for me because I, I, I go, here, let me pay you because I know. Right. You know, but the way I do it is a real secret. If you want to ask somebody that you got to get paid, you don't have to say, look, I like to check, please. Or right. you just say things like. Yeah. What are ways? Because I What are ways to don't. ask for the money? Yes. What are ways? I don't. Hey, you know what I say? Big mouth. He says I should be a man. I'm such a big mouth. Yeah. This is the, the lesson I, I need. Hey, yeah. You know, I really appreciate it. It was great. You want to settle up? That's a good way to say it. I like that. Yeah. All in the delivery. You want to settle up? Okay. I said, why don't we settle up now? That's all. Just settle up. I suppose, hey, why don't you give me a check now? Well, can harder. I get paid? Yeah. Oof. I want, why Ooh, I, I just got uh, the chill I from it. Now? No, you it's weird. You just say, hey, why don't we settle up everything? I like that. I'm going to use that from now You're on. You're going to use that. Yeah. Settle up. That's settle the way up. to do it. All right, Chaz, we're going to settle up? Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> no, no, that, that's the way to do yeah. it because it's those sayings, you know. Uh, when somebody said to me, he goes, ah, are you sure you want to do this? You don't even know what's going to happen. I said, it it's, goes back to Machiavelli. You know, it's it's better to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. You know. That's great to know. Because, so I love that. I, why I don't remember you saying that, and I listen because, to all the podcasts. Well, I know. I don't think I've ever said it in a podcast. Well, I think I said it with Michael Francis. Me and Michael oh, okay. talked about yeah, it. Yeah. But because it's already done. You already did it, mm -hmm. so you got your way. So it's, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Right. Forgive me. As opposed to, hey, you think I could use No. No. Right. You know, so. It's better to ask for you than permission. I'm going to use it's that. It's better to yeah. beg for forgiveness than ask for, for forgiveness permission. Than ask for permission. I got two more things for Let's you. Both it. of them, I think, which you're going to agree with. Go ahead. The, um, second to last one, it says, believe it or not, it's the friendliest borough. Obviously, this depends on who you run into, but overall, people in the Bronx are way more, are way less apprehensive than they are in other boroughs. Well, I think I'm too immersed in the Bronx yeah, to know it's different. I can't answer that. I'm know. too immersed because I'm I know everybody. So yeah. to me it's the friendliest place on earth. Me, I they got my yeah. they got They have my a mural of him. They got my mural of me. That's, on the yeah. building, that's so, so crazy. Yeah. They're pretty friendly to me. <laughs> they're pretty yeah, they're pretty friendly to Chaz. They're pretty friendly to me. But like as my wife says, I always go, Oh, the people are nice there. My wife always goes, Yeah, but you don't count. You, yeah, you can't She I, goes, Everybody's I, nice to right. you. Right. So don't tell people everybody's nice because you don't count. That's what she says to me. That's 
I mean, I guess so. Is it a little true? Yeah. Little true. And the last thing before, I think this is a good way to end the show. It says, in the end, it's not Staten Island. <laughs> oh, gee. Oh, man. I love We're Staten gonna... Island. But people do make fun of it for being like, the, they say the sixth. Yeah, it says, it's an, it, it says in this description that it's pretty much an inside joke um, between yeah. the Bronx and Staten Island. Oh, I love Staten Island. I did the St. George Theater in Staten Island. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. They call they great Staten people. Island, Staten Italy. Staten I've Italy? heard that. I've heard that instead really? of Staten Island, Staten Italy. Well, I think most people from, Is that most people from, from Brooklyn go to Staten Island. Yes. I think that's the natural progression, the same way people from the Bronx go to, go to Westchester. I guess so. So most people from the Brooklyn go to Staten Island. Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, well from two Bronxites. Two Bronxites. Proud Italian Bronxites. So like, please tell us now, where are you going to be? Where am I going to be? I'm going to Naples, Florida, off the Hook Comedy Club, February 9th through the 12th. A lot of times in Naples. With, uh, yeah, I'll be there with Victor Potato. You've had Vic on the podcast oh, Vic. before. Yes. Vic DiBotetto Bata- Vic is hysterical. Yes. He's great. Tell and and then the following, and then that, we come home on the 13th, the 14th, we're doing um, Valentine's Day at Uncle Vinny's. Uncle Vinny's, okay. In Point Pleasant, New Jersey. And then we go to Seneca, New York. Um, we're going to Seneca Casino. I'm going to be with Vic there. Uh, Seneca casino in niagara new That's york great. and then i don't know and then i'll give you guys march dates because i've been asked to go to rhode island so much march 2nd 3rd and 4th at the comedy connection me and josh wolf wow i'm really excited you about gotta that. see this girl really excited josh asked me to do it and i'm just thrilled oh that's fantastic yeah i'm really thrilled and, you, and you've done things with joey diaz of course joey i'm gonna be yeah i'm i just did sony hall with him wow yeah so yeah. i just, so that's a real that's that's a real treat. So life being has been good for uh, you. You know what? Wow. I'm not going to complain in 2023. I'm not going to. Well, you're, 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 no, you're, things you're, are you're very good. Up. You're blowing things up. Things are very good. And I think it's great. And if you get a chance to see you, first of all, go to Tara Jokes. Your schedule's on there. Yes, tarajokes.com. And you'll see Tara when she's with Catherine Larducci when we do Neighborhood Logic are rated send your questions in because i've been getting a lot of you can dm me them i have a whole bunch of dms for the next time we do them people yes. have dm'd me questions but if you want to email us right are you go chaz yeah, you go chaz palmetary show at gmail.com any questions about neighbor logic are rated questions because you yeah, do all questions yeah ask chaz your questions uh, ask me your questions but hey you got tara Thank you're always you for great having me you're Thank always you. great folks that's the end of the show. God bless you all. And don't forget, next Monday at 11 o'clock, new show. You want to see my one-man show, net. You can buy merchandise. If you want to talk to me in, on the phone, go to net and set up an appointment. God bless.